0: Okay, 1.24 p.m. You know, I, I want to reverse my... Damn, that, that makes me think about things. I, I want to reverse my thoughts on Kubrick. And yeah, this gets really dangerous <laughs> with the information that is out there. Because I rewatched The Shining and if... I, because and, and you got to think about this and who the hell is going to do this when i first watched it i don't remember i just know okay it's been cited a lot in pop culture so okay i watch it i remember i did actually don't really remember i just know it's famous right and then i just rewatched the thing again and i can appreciate it artistically Right, that it's an unsettling film. You got to put yourself back in 1980 when it was shot, 1977 Stephen King. Right, you got to put yourself in that context, viewing it for the first time. There's no YouTube. It's not as prevalent. It's not thrown into pop pop culture. You're just watching it as a movie, as just a movie goer, when there's not that much visual material. So artistically, that being shown for the first time, it could be a pretty rad horror movie now speed up all the way to today with the internet and then the conspiratorial thing. I don't know how prevalent that thing was of Kubrick and the Apollo mission um, stuff uh, rumors get thrown around who the fuck knows what's true it, 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 I, I am tripping out right now because of the whole David Grush thing the whole UFO stuff the conspiratorial thing I mean it's out there it's out there in the public however when I'm rewatching The Shining for someone to make the link that Kubrick threw in this weird subconscious reveal that he faked the landings, um, I think it's a stretch, right? When you watch it, because if I watch it fairly, right, like I try to use my brain watching it without any analysis of Kubrick and the rumors, it's a fucking really big stretch, right i think the more appropriate thing to interpret from the movie and then the book again i'd have to read the book too and then who's going to take the time to do both if anything i i want to look it up but i i just i don't see it right the only reason that i could kind of buy it is because someone makes a movie um doing kind of a conspiratorial analysis of it and you watch it and, and the documentary, I mean, it makes some interesting things about it, right? The Apollo, the, the shirt, right? It's kind of strange. Um, you look at the tiles and everything and maybe, maybe, and then you have to put together, okay, Kubrick is 50, so he's had he would have more knowledge. I mean, as I get older too, I know I can throw things in the movie that make it, have it have more depth. Um, And to say that there is some... Reveal, yeah, maybe it could, but it's not. I don't know. I don't think that that's the appropriate interpretation. Yet, one person, you know, threw down hard, right? That it's a reveal of the Apollo landing and um, it's supposed to be Kubrick. Like, it, th- these are like very big leaps. Um, on top of the fact that it's a Stephen King novel, right? So maybe it could. You know, and I mean, it's kind of more telling given the fact that there's all this UFO shit now and it's revealed by the government, you know. And um, so there's that. Right. Right. That I mean, to say Kubrick and the Apollo missions that, you know, that rumor coming out. um, It's a stretch. I mean, looking at that movie, it can make sense if you start linking it to other stuff. Right. And then I guess you can do that now with the internet, but goddamn, like you can, you can kind of connect everything <clears throat> just watching the movie by itself. What makes more sense for, right. Because you have to appropriately analyze that movie on top of, no, it, it was inspired by the book. Um, I think what makes more sense is, okay. He wrecks the car, the Stephen King, just because Kubrick is an artist himself Right. With the screenwriters and everything. And then they're going to take that book and then they're going to just completely rehash it or do whatever, because you need to adapt it to the medium of filmmaking. So whatever was gone, done in the book, little nods of, you know, the car and the, the car being yellow and red and him wrecking the car that isn't in the book. I mean, I think it can be more appropriate. And again, like, who the fuck knows because you're not sitting down with Kubrick unless you have some commentary with the director. And then who the fuck has the time nowadays? And so I, I have more thoughts. I just wanted to spit this out because before I was thinking, whoa, this is strange, right? Like, how is Kubrick tied to kind of the strangest films in cinema history, right? And then the power that that should help. I remember 2000, right? I'm in high school. And then I remember my teacher, right? And I got to think, like, how old was she? Right? So I'm in high school, and then she looked like... Dude, she could be what? I mean, she had white hair. She could be in, like, her 60s. Right? And then I'm 18. And I remember her interpretation that movies are kind of dog shit, Right, that it is, there isn't an artistic thing with it. Whereas, you know, by the time I'm 18 and then I'm seeing a whole fleet of films and movies, right? And you got to think back then, 1980s, it's not like today with YouTube. You can look up anything. You can look up trailers, clips, um, right? So completely different time. You got to put yourself back there. I remember her saying, and I, there was a sentiment. I, I felt it in the air. And again, this is just my interpretation, though I do think... I am a bit more observant of the world more than other people, at least from my vantage point. Now, granted I have lived this kind of hermit isolationist life right now, man, there's, there's a lot of thoughts I remember. And I do think that that sentiment was appropriate, right? The notion that films to people of that era, I don't know her age, but she, she could have looked like 60 something. She was kind of, yeah, she's kind of like this old, Teacher, I don't know how old she was, but you could, you know, argue 60, you know, would you be working 70 and did she just look older to me because she didn't dye her hair? She just had straight white hair, not straight white, but she seemed youthful, but she was 60 something. But I remember, her. and then her, you know, more into reading books and stuff. But again, like different, you know, different type of person, different type of person more because right? she was an English teacher. And then her kind of shitting on films that it's not like artistic or whatnot. I remember that sentiment. And then I, I would feel that too with other people. And it was just the younger people that knew, no, this stuff is kind of cool, right? It's the same thing with the comic books. I think the parents, the elders, they looked at comic books like, oh, this is bullshit, Right. And then, no, seated within these comic books, it's kind of the coolest things for younger people. So it's a, it's like a generational thing where I think cinema, film, it was seen as this low art. And then now, lo and behold, with blockbusters and stuff, I mean, depending on which ones you watch, I, I think like with kind of more hipster savvy people, we know, no, there's like, there's gems. With filmmaking, right? There's art contained in it. And then a certain generation, um, probably just because it wasn't as ubiquitous as it is now, right? Cause now you can throw it on the TV and then you get to see some films that just get kind of buried. Whereas I think it gets resurrected with more kind of younger hipster people that know, no, there's like artistic elements with films and, and filmmaking, right? The grammar of cinema, that that shit wasn't there. I mean, by the time I hit high school, right? Because right now what we're going through uh, with video games, for sure, for my generation, we know that there's art contained in it. But um, by the time I'm like 20 something, so just fairly recently, people thinking that there's art in games it was considered this bullshit thing with doom and quake, right? It's just there for fun to shoot people, but there was this surgeon resurgence not resurgence, but this uh, emergence of this kind of artistic filmmaking thing. Right. So it, it stands the the test of time, right? I, I'd have to write an essay on this. I, I, I would like to, you know, but it's just like money time, right? Cause then by the time Hideo Kojima comes out, they're really into film and then they had probably seen the artistic film, right? A younger and then put that, uh, put that uh, like energy into video game making right then you get these kind of cinematic things and then now my generation you go really experimental and abstract right and then that's when i think you get true art right you're you're tapping uh something into the subconscious you throw it out there and then you get shit like spider-verse where it's re- it's kind of well at least like not really abstract but you're representing these kind of abstract concepts with the multiverse and whatnot so i go back to the shining i'm watching it and i i think it's a bit of a stretch right you'd have to link it into something but man how how do you know that it's not an agenda now i do think someone really believes right the kubrick uh thing and the conspiratorial stuff but if you just watch the movie by itself it stands as this kind of abstract horror film Right. Not with monsters or anything, but just the cinematic techniques, it it can just stand out for itself. But then I look at it and and this being this sort of reveal about the Apollo missions, maybe, maybe, you know, and the reason I say maybe now is because of all the UFO stuff, maybe, you know, because why the fuck is this cover up? And then why the fuck is it up on the news? Right. Uh, David Grush and everything, you know, and then I guess you can throw, you know, CIA psyop that it's just really at the end of the day, there is no it's the biggest cover-up story of all time because the like you you could say that the cia is throwing this before national security because of just plain war the the fact that there's aliens it's just a cover-up thing and it makes people people are gullible i just you know i don't buy it at the stage right with everything that is being seen i mean i i get kind of tripped out you know am i hallucinating this reality right with with the ufo thing and then the stephen king novel but but uh you know me me bringing it back looking just freshly watching the shining i i triple timed it because i just you know because of time watching it as a whole it um it's a bit of a stretch right when you just look at it by itself if you want to throw kubrick do it maybe right because i've heard of these rumors right but it's a fucking way different ball game because of david grushing and then it being on congress and then now we have the internet to look up all the conspiratorial stuff and then a lot of that shit is coming up to be true or at least it's not that big of a stretch now are there charlatans that fuck with things to mess with people right and then birds aren't real right pigeons are these spy plane drone things you know it, it muddies the water but for sure with what i know now with the internet and everything no the conspiratorial stuff it looks kind of real but then i start wondering man am i hallucinating right my consciousness just wants it to be and then in my reality am i generating this reality with this conspiratorial i don't know i have no fucking idea um i take a step back i watch the shining i look at it and um Yeah, I watch The Shining. I look at it, and I got to say, I gotta get T now. Yeah, I got to say with The Shining that no, I want to give it. It makes more sense, Stephen King, and and then I quickly looked this up. Stephen King, he's in a hotel. He gets inspiration from being in this kind of this kind of uh, spooky hotel and then gets inspiration and then goes into a subconscious and then you get this thing with the shining and telepathy and i think it makes more sense right just the work by itself yeah because i'm thinking it's really And and then like other shit like that kind of discredited the whole thing you know unfortunately i mean there is stuff there with widener right with the the you know kubrick attention to detail um Um, the, like the pattern shaped, maybe, you know, uh, for sure. The Apollo sweater of it coming up coincidence, maybe, you know, and then, but like, uh, fuck man, he discredits himself when they do the handshaking thing. And he says that he gets a hard on because he stands by the thing. It's like, dude, that that's kind of like, you're drawing a lot of conclusions that I think it's a bit of a stretch, which begins to discredit stuff so the fact that he's linking too many things i mean this is the criticism with conspiratorial think that you're making connections that aren't there i just recently watched a youtube short where someone made a joke and it's spot on right it's like some dude that falls and then and then some person you know plays the x files music and and then draws a triangle and then it's all seeing Illuminati eye, meaning that um that uh conspiracy theorists just like making connections that aren't there, right? A beautiful mind. And I would like to think back in the 80s, back then, prior to the COVID thing and Epstein stuff, that yes, that is the appropriate thought because there was no internet. When there's no internet, then you can completely shit on conspiracy theorists. I could see why, um, how you could do it back then. But now with the internet, when you can look stuff up and start making the connections on your own, there are too many things that make you do a double take, right? The problem are people that just make these big leaps and, and don't have like some substance to back it up. My thing with The Shining is there there are things, right? It's weird. It, it does get weird. I, I will give credit because of the Apollo thing, but I have to be fair o- only recently because I had started looking up some Kubrick um, interviews. And when just listening to Kubrick, maybe, maybe he's in on it, right? It, and, and the other thing too is I have more context from some of the rumors about the fake moon landings that there is some stuff now have I done the calculations? No, but there are some stuff that makes it sound convincing. however, I, I do want to recant and retract, I guess my thoughts about the moon landing thing and Kubrick because, um, yeah, that documentary did, Sway me, right? That there are connections with Kubrick, and, and it's just strange his body of work with, um, you know, 2001. But I mean, in defense, in defense, he did not write the book, he's just probably a good filmmaker that knows how to adapt that work, right? But he's not generating the work, that's kind of the criticism, however in totality of everything that we see with the internet and me processing more, being able to process more information, I guess, as a millennial, what the fuck? There's like uh, the David Grush stuff going on. So there is like some bullshit with, you know, things being covered up, right? I spent the remote viewing, the FOIA stuff. Um, so I get that there are debunkers. Again, prior to the internet, you have debunkers, you have skeptics. I can see it being a thing, uh, this battle back and forth. But um, the skeptics are now on the losing end. And I don't think it's a big stretch anymore, given the whole David Gresham, given the whole COVID shit with with what was going on Um, back then. Back then in the 90s, the 80s, no Internet, nothing. And rarely do you have movies coming on the scene, right? Star Wars is just thrown up for the first time. There's no multiplexes. There's no Netflix. There's no blockbuster. Um, And then you get these rumors I can see people being easily, being able to easily discredit the stuff, but it, it's like, it's thrown up in the mix. Like it's a fucking coin. T- and the fact that this stuff is a coin toss, um, it's a roll of the dice, um, is a big fucking deal. Now I kind of have to educate people. I, I mean, I think I'm being fair because I'm trying to look at the totality of things, right? Um, yeah, th- this is why this, would be, th- th- this is why I can only do th- I can only lay out my thoughts really quickly doing this recording. Whereas, yeah, I, I'm trying to find old archives of Kubrick where there are interviews that are like an hour long, but you can't really get to know the part. Like, this is one of the first times that, yeah, I want to I try to do like weird cerebral stuff, but you can get, you can know who the fuck I am because I've left so many recordings here on, uh, on YouTube, right? I've, I've hidden them, right? They're buried. I don't put myself out there because I, I don't want to do the marketing shit, but you can kind of. Sense the turmoil in me on is this bullshit? Is it not? And I'm trying to be honest with it, right? You, I, I lay it out all on the line um, on the stuff, and I, I don't hold back, right? When I f- first started doing it because of my generation, the difference with podcasting the internet basically, unlimited compute. Um, I had uh, wh- uh, gone over, um, you know, because I couldn't sleep, some old Kubrick interviews, which are kind of interesting. And I got to be honest, when I listen to it, I can't hear. Bullshit, right? But then again, it's only a few hours. But you got to think like it was way easier to hide hide stuff. I, I can say listening to old Kubrick interviews, I can't hear. He sounds like a regular dude, a regular guy, a regular filmmaker, just trying to make ends meet. And he happens to have this kind of weird talent back then. Um, one of the few to get up on film, right. To make those breakthroughs back then in filmmaking. Yeah. Like it stands it stands the test of time. Like it, it's definitely an interesting aesthetic and interesting style back then when you couldn't study anybody, right. Him being that old, um, like makes, makes a dent, makes a mark, um, births this like kind of interesting, you know, cinema as art. So definitely stands the test of time there. Now, whether the linking of the conspiratorial stuff, Maybe, man, maybe, maybe. It, it, like Jay Weidner, he does make a case for it, and I mean, now with the whole David Grush thing and the UFO stuff, it's certainly possible, right? It is really juicy. However, I don't think it is appropriate to to make the link, but I will leave the door open. That yeah, maybe it could, right? The Apollo shit. I am thinking. If you want to be a conspiratorial conservative <laughs> I think like like that 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 is these are the politics that interest me, the conspiratorial community on who is more conservative or liberal right uh traditional politics, I think it's trash, it's garbage, I don't want to get into it, but there's certainly a case with Kubrick that there could be some bullshit that have gone on um I listened to an interview, some interviews online, and he seems like a regular dude, right seems like a regular person but could he be in on it? Maybe. Fucking maybe. Cuz why why would he put that? It's so prominent that that one scene with the Danny and then the Apollo sweater. That is strange. That is fucking strange like and is it coincidence it could be. But you got to think the entirety of the work like what what's up with 2001, right? And then Eyes Wide Shut. Are those coincidences too? man, but the problem is if like you just argue this thing from an artistic perspective and you don't go any further, you could just say that it just happened to be, he just has a good sense of taste of what would be interesting cinematically. And then therefore he picks books that are, that should be highlighted. So there's something there to just a man with taste to know this stuff would be interesting to make. Right. But does it need to go conspiratorial? I mean, back then you could write it off. No, just interesting. Speed it up to today. Could he have been involved? Maybe, right? You, you could. Um, I think I think Widener is genuine with his take. I think that there's something there, but for me to do this clear cut case, right? This is my problem. I think with the conspiratorial uh, theorists, right? That the, the thing is back in the day, you could completely think they're full of shit. And I think as long as it's just for fun, it's all good. You can't make these hardened conclusions. However, the ball game fucking really changed. And I think like Rogan is a testament to that where no, you're open to it. You can't just close your mind down and think that because there, clearly there's a bunch of bullshit going on. I, I don't want to get into it. There's not enough time. But I, I, I still, I do have to retract my statements, my thoughts. I, I just want to put that on the record with the Kubrick thing because of The Shining. I'm, I'm going to watch um, Eyes Wide Shut. Right. There are dudes that do critiques on it. Um I think it's fair bec- yeah and and whatever but I think I just wanted to put out that I think what's most appropriate here is the fact that if you look at it the shining as its its own thing it makes more sense to go conservative that no that film just captures the disorienting nature of someone getting cabin fever Right. And I could see Stephen King with his body work. Now, I'm not some Stephen King uh, fucking analyst. Right. I just noticed like a lot of his work with the famous stuff because of of the filmmaking stuff. I like who the fuck has the time to go read it? You would have to get some um, academic to go into the mind of Stephen King and read all this stuff. And then you'd have to. Go back and forth with it It, that would be pretty interesting as a podcast like me trying to view it from the filmmaking perspective because it takes a lot of time looking to stuff i think less time but then to read the stephen king novels i mean i kind of get a sense of who this guy is with the type of work that he puts out right but granted it's a bit biased because of the filmmaking stuff i'd have to link it together with someone who is who's more of like a reader right um as i because of like i kind of have like a dyslexia it's not really dyslexic it's just i don't like reading shit like who the fuck likes reading stuff I, I like the the cinematic stuff like watching it and then messing with that and of course um oh man and so uh i'm gonna get tired uh speaking on this i mean i i just view stephen king with it all the stuff that i've seen in movies the in, the initial inspiration this kind of supernatural weird subconscious thing i mean that's what i think he's famous for i mean those books on horror yeah captures this weird psycho um inner subconscious thing right as a writer for that time right that that so the stephen king novels you peer into the mind of someone going into and then he go, he goes for it probably in his writing works not really as a filmmaker even though i saw he has some screenplays but then Collaborate with Kubrick that has more vis- uh, visual grammar and 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 whatnot. Then I think, to me, looking at that work, I I think the more conservative interpretation. I, I don't know. It, it's like a it's a bit of a stretch. But now with what we know about all the cover up, it could be, it could be. But I, I still think I want to go conservative here, because that movie. I think it's better looked at. That I think there's more inspiration. Of, right? Cause some of the stuff like in the film that, that was left there, you know, if Kubrick has attention to detail, the white man's burden and whatnot. And then the fact that there's like a lot of native American stuff. And it's like this thing that there's an imprint of past historical bullshit in that area. And it kind of germinates as this thing of the subconscious, right? That I think there's a lot more meat to discuss that way. And a little bit of an offshoot is, the conspiratorial thing right you could make a link i don't know if it's a strong enough case i mean it's like a little extra detail if you want to get into it but i think it's more appropriate to just look at no because kubrick didn't come up with the shining he picked the book from stephen king and i think kubrick handled the adaptation well even though i didn't read the book but like in terms of cinema capturing this disorienting you know someone getting cabin fever and getting claustrophobic and then when you're completely isolated up in the mountains like it captures that feeling of your mind just going haywire right that is to me is what the shining is on top of some supernatural elements to it right it gets this really creepy horror thing that is just interesting to watch um now if you want to make a link that you know kubrick man but it can it can be argued with coppola right with the uh, apocalypse now that they lose their minds Right. That that can happen to anyone. That that's what is, I think is being captured with the film and the book. But again, I have a little bit more context knowing uh, about this stuff, about the UFO stuff and then people making these claims. And so I'm a little more open to it. And yeah, Kubrick could have injected it in, but we just don't have enough kind of evidence. Right. Cause I was listening to his interviews and he just sounds like a regular dude. He sounds like a regular dude, uh cerebral for sure. But I don't hear anything that, yeah, he fucking did the moon landing stuff, right? And there there was no podcasting back then. So it was kind of radio interview. They go for an hour or two and you kind of get a sense of this person. But I didn't really hear that. Yeah, this guy fucking fake, right? That I would be, I would be kind of, man, but the fuck, like, I, I feel like I can hide that shit. And I, I think it just depends, right? He seems definitely like the cerebral person, but it's all speculation, then again, I can see that there are sort of ding dong people (laughs) in the world that wouldn't be able to hide it. And then when you listen to them, like this guy doesn't know shit. Right. Whereas I'm thinking, no, I I could pull it off. Right. If I fucking fake the moon landing, I I, I feel I could hide it, you know, and then, yeah, could it on me? And then it starts seeping into my work. So maybe, yeah, maybe, you know, like just speaking firsthand that, yeah, I kind of am like that guy I could, I could totally see myself as that pro I've, I have no, you know, on the record, I fucking, I'm a nobody, right? I'm, I'm just doing my thing. I'm watching this stuff and I'm listening to Kubrick with kind of a podcasty, right. If he was on Rogan, could you crack this dude? Like would he divulge secrets? Now I, I feel like he's smart enough to dodge, right? I feel smart enough. I could dodge it if I did it and pulled it up. Like I feel like I'm the person I can dodge things. And are there other people just, and obviously with the films that, that, that are coming out, with Kubrick and them, especially. So there's definitely talent moving the camera. It's very disorienting. It's a uh, chilling, it, it goes down. Yeah. Movie legend history, but to make the link with the Apollo shit, maybe you could, maybe it, it, it is strange, but you know, I, I was thinking just being a conservative here, conspiratorially that maybe he threw in the Apollo shit just to fuck with people, right? It's just like a fun Easter egg, right? And then people read too much into it. And then it creates lore and then they make money. So is it just as clear-cut as that? But what about all the UFO, all the cover-up stuff, right? And then now I'm thrown in, thrown in kind of upside down because yeah, Widener's thing, like he does point out some interesting stuff. But are you making connections that aren't really there, right? It can be argued, but some of it is a stretch, you know. And 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 if anything, the dangers of kind of like Widener's documentaries. With the movie, I think it's interesting, throw it out there, right? I don't think you should censor it, but it gets kind of murky that, man, like when I watch it for myself, the movie, I don't think, especially in the 80s, like, and I, I, I don't know, right? Because cause again, every time I think about that, I do think it is kind of strange if you look at the body of work with Kubrick, it's kind of weird, right? That 2001, that's kind of a pretty epic film doing that, right? Very strange. I mean, it's like good cinematic work, right? But then there's other stuff that maybe he's just a good filmmaker, right? And maybe that's it. That's that, right? Uh, do we need to go into conspiratorial thing? Because what about Full Metal Jacket, right? There's no there's no weird stuff there. Like, why are we picking The Shining, right? And then we're not picking his other films. Um, Right. Um, Maybe like even Lolita, right? Because like the conspiratorial people, they just go so hard. Like they just want to see what they want to see, but they're not off. Right. So I can't completely rule it out. I just, you know, even me right now, I go back and forth because then you get eyes wide shut, which is the secret society thing. And then like, why, why would you make, a movie about that and and for me having seen the conspiratorial stuff I, I find it as a point of inspiration and whatever but for a dude like that to do that back in the day right of him being that old I find it strange right when no one is doing and you have no internet why the fuck are you picking these works is it just coincidence right that it just it's very strange very strange it can be argued you'd have a lot of fun discussing it and talking about it was he in the know? very well could be right because again Widener he does make some good cases like the Apollo thing and then other shit that like you see dudes in pictures with NASA right but could it be and I I don't know and then from other stuff that I heard about the the landings with the calculations and stuff it it, it could and then why was he choosing certain works right is it just coincidence because eyes wide shut is fucking strange there has been nothing like it right to pick that type of material i mean i think it spawned cultish stuff but to do that type of secret society cult thing and then you look up the epstein stuff it's it's weird it's fucking weird for for sure like it warrants discussion but um the reason i'm bringing this up is when i watch the shiny it's more appropriate right like no one's gonna believe or buy into the, the moon unless you go really into it and then sometimes i wonder you know do conspiratorial theorists do they go down the rabbit hole however man, there's just, there's too much. Right. So the shining, I, I think like why I wanted to re- re- retract or recant things because as a standalone piece, it's more appropriate to properly analyze that thing that it has more to do probably with Indian, you know, Native American burial grounds and of like a curse being there. And and then looking, it's more appropriate to look into that, right. The symbolism and artistic interpretation of that. And then it's like a backdrop of someone going kind of postal, someone seeping into the mind cinematically. It worked well with the sounds and everything of uh, the supernatural stuff of getting into this really disoriented cabin fever, losing your mind when you're completely alone, that that thing and the neurosis stuff like propping up that uh, it's more appropriate to go there. Now, whether you can add into it, Kubrick himself is losing his mind. I don't know, right? Because I've heard about this with Coppola with Apocalypse Now, right? The heart of darkness, you go into the maze and then you lose your mind. I I felt it, right? And then maybe subconsciously, subliminally, because these are artists, right? Filmmakers and whatnot, that it gets injected into the work. But to make the link with the moon landing, maybe it's still a big maybe, uh, but I, for sure, I can't, I can't say it's, it's interesting to discuss and talk about. Because you'd have to add the larger context of what's going on in the world. That That's where I can talk to you. But if you're just looking at the film standalone, um, it's hard to make the connection that he is, right? Especially after I looked up interview, because you won't really know unless you talk to the guy. You won't really know unless you talk to Kubrick himself. And then look, listening to the interview, he sounds like a regular person. So unless you have a confession from him that he did it, I don't know. And and would he? And then, and then very oddball things. Like he dies after Eyes Wide Shut, right? So- and and then we know about the Epstein stuff, right? And then I know more about cover-up shit. And then Hollywood. And then you see like a lot of weird shit going on. So it, it, it's very it's very odd, but I don't think it's appropriate, right? You need a larger context. Like and and who the fuck can and like how could you have had that conversation back in the day in the 80s? Right, with that type of movie coming out. So I think it goes down in history for sure. But I think the more appropriate analysis academically um, is kind of Indian burial ground. There was one dude talking about the Holocaust. I feel that that was kind of a stretch. Maybe, maybe could, cause I, I think Kubrick's Jewish, right? But it's more appropriate. Like if you just look at the art piece as it is, that it's like kind of Indian burial ground. And then this curse that stays with you there, right? The historical curse, right? That stays with you. And then the subconscious, it, it stays in you. And then you can kind of like, look at it as that kind of art piece of, you no, know, it's successful in that, it's this strange neurosis of a person getting cabin fever, right? And then you can link into um, Native American burial ground and it st- the history stays with you. You can kind of... and But to make the Apollo thing is a bit much, unless you look into the enigma of Kubrick, right? Where if you look at the body of work, the selection of film that he's doing, um, it is strange. That's where you can kind of make a link with it. So I guess it is fair game, but I, the dangers the dangers though of widener where i I was kind of convinced like watching like wow there's the there is a lot of strange stuff but then when i look at the work by itself i don't think i could make that connection right so i'm just concerned yeah is widener wanting to make that connection with the kubrick thing you could you could but when i watch it by itself like you're like no one is gonna think think that and is it and you won't really know unless you talk to kubrick himself so we're just like in speculation land Right, looking at it, um, you know it's kind of drumming up commentary. But just watching it alone, like, how could anyone think that up? The, this, this, the weird stuff that come, come, comes on is like, if you look, yeah, look at Kubrick in its totality, 2001. How the fuck do you make stuff like that? 2001. Um, You know, and then Eyes Wide Shut is another one. And then he happens to die coincidental, right? There's a lot of coincidences. So I can see how conspiracy heads kind of go crazy over it. Something to discuss, something to talk about. But the work by itself, like how could you ever make those connections? Right. And did Kubrick know something that that's where, yeah, I I guess it gets really juicy because Eyes Wide Shut, like the titles aren't the same. But it's an adaptation. And then again, like he's not like that. That's my emphasis. He is not writing the works, right? He's film filming it and then has cool cinematic techniques to, you know, tease out like some strange and then selecting it. Sure. But he didn't write the stuff. So is there something there? Are they working in conjunction? I don't know. Right. And we don't know unless you sit down with these people. Are they throwing codes in the thing? But again, in, in this Internet age, there are like a lot of weird coincidences, that are going on so it's very strange um, and, and all that said I guess like because before I was oh yeah there, there's something going on but it's just it is very strange it's, it's something fun to talk about but you don't really know unless you can sit down with Kubrick and get a confession if he were to give it at all I just, I do know a bunch more other contextual stuff, but again, I, I kind of want to pull back because just watching it by itself, I guess what I'm trying to say, there is no way anyone would have made that connection, right? It's buried. But same thing too. I, I now bring this up with, uh, Michelangelo and the Sistine Chapel. You got to think about the consciousness of the people back then that they look up to this thing they're not going to see a brain, right? How would people know about anatomy? Now you can look it up because of Google, you can look it up because it's more accessible education. You can see the brain, brain pictures, dime a dozen internet. People can look it up. People are familiar with it. Whereas back then the consciousness of the people, there's no internet. So that thing is hidden in plain sight. Right. And then I've seen other like historical things that are hidden in plain sight. And so did Kubrick do something like that hidden in plain sight? And it definitely, it could be argued, but um, I'm just I'm just trying to capture that in the 80s. There's no way anyone would have known. But that's where Eyes Wide Shut come, comes in. Right. And for him to make that stuff, I, I'm flipping. I am back and forth because I'm flipping. Is it just like he's just a good filmmaker? And I'm just working on it because that's what I felt when I listened to his interviews, that he's kind of a, you know, thinky dude. Um, You know blocking shots he's just doing his job but trying to make things really good But is there this hidden thing and you would have to get some scholar on Kubrick, right? Like how there's scholars on Mark Twain and stuff where you look into his history and then you get like a Walter Isaacson to do this deep breakdown So maybe maybe there's something there, but I just how could anyone see it? How could anyone understand and know just by watching that movie? so You know, are people just drumming up lore to make a buck? But I I do think it's a fair point. So anyways, I'll I'll leave it at that, right? I'm getting tired now talking about this. Yeah, I'm still left in kind of 38 minutes. I'm left in utter confusion, right? Doing a kind of a breakdown about that movie, about that film, right? That I think you could just watch it. It's a very strange, disorienting thing. But I guess the value added here, when you look at Kubrick in its totality and you look at the world in its totality, yeah, you get some strange stuff. But are conspiratorial theorists just drumming up bullshit? Like that's kind of my concern, but it is a topic of discussion in the overall grand scheme of things. That I think could only exist now in this day and age of the internet, with podcasting, everyone talking together, and and, and having this encouragement to talk and then make a podcast, being able to make a living, right? Because when people start swinging things back and forth, I mean, there's something there, but we'll never fucking know. We'll never know. We'll never know. And then even could his wife know? Have known, right? Because I feel with family, I can definitely hide shit from my family because they, they they won't they won't know. Right? I, I don't think they even know this. So so that there is that sort of isolation feeling. And does it get revealed? In work? Well, I, I can feel that because like I'm kind of doing that. Like I want to put out some work, artistic stuff. And then I hide subliminal stuff in there because it's an expression. And then for sure, the people closest to me, they don't know jack shit. They don't know me, right? Because they they don't think that way, right? The consciousness of the people around them. So I can see Kubrick being that very thinky people around him. They wouldn't get it. And then they would have no clue. So even if you were to talk to the wife, maybe the wife, like they just have a relationship, husband, husband wife or whatever, but to know the deep rooted you know, neurosis of the person, they wouldn't know, right? Because I, I feel that, that I'm around people, but they they don't they don't get me, right? They won't listen to this. The only people are like whomever is listening to the podcast or I mean later down the road because I think I'll put up my artwork and stuff and then people will know there's kind of like cerebral heady shit. And then, I mean, for the first time ever, it's me, I'd leave everything out here with what's cycling in my mind. So there's kind of no doubt, you know, that I do think that there's kind of esoteric bullshit and consciousness in the world, blah, blah, blah. And could have Kubrick been that person? Yeah, it, it looks like it. There's evidence for it for sure. But just listening to one episode, but they didn't have podcasting back then. It was it was more difficult with the stuff that they had. Now in this day and age, like I I kind of recorded all my thoughts, so you're going to know what I thought. So there's no there's no hidden meaning um about it right because you can listen to uh, like every single episode whereas back then you couldn't do that. that that was the whole reason i was doing this even with bezos and whatever i i was thinking like how is that fair that um because yada yada yada, right but now with podcasting i can leave every all every little thought so there's no question of what i was thinking when i was wh- i was making stuff whereas yeah there's like it's shrouded in mystique with kubrick and, and the films and whatnot So just by itself, but like, so by by itself as the movie, you can't make conspiratorial stuff, right? When you look at Coop as the collection and then you look at culture as a whole, yes, then you can. But I feel like, couldn't you do that for everything? But there are some things to point out because I don't think there's any other movie like it, right? That has that eyes wide shut thing of this like secret society stuff. And um, is it like that in any other? I don't think so, right? It's like kind of one of a kind to feature stuff like that. And then um, like Resident Evil, it has it, right? But I, it was inspired by, I think, Eyes Wide Shut for sure. So it kind of jettisons this impulse, I think, in, in larger society when movies like that come out, right? It inspires up. I, I guess same thing with the war movies, right? Call of Duty, right? After Saving Private Ryan. And then they probably had inspiration from the old movies as well. So is it just artistic inspiration? Okay, this this thing is getting on and I, I probably should stop it. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. Because now we go into stuff like a V, right? I, I mean, I kind of have a little more doorways because the dude claims that when he wrote it, I was just making a bullshit. But then when you go into ufology, there's a bunch of people that would say otherwise. So was that dude really, he didn't know. He was just, but you know, when you're writing You don't really have an intent but if you get in the flow you will be used as this sort of vehicle to get out certain messages right so the person consciously may not have known but then on this other side they say that this stuff exists right and then you get this conflict where where no i just made this shit up right but maybe the dude got into flow and then there's other people saying no like it's actually true and then you get this collision and then you get this thing of like what is real anymore Right or people full of so now with the internet, I've been able like for the first time ever. I I think we're able to see both sides if you look into it. And even this like this job of mine, looking into all of this stuff, it's pretty unique. Whereas I think regular people, they wouldn't they wouldn't have the time. Like I can kind of contextualize it. I think I think I try to be Rogan by being fair. Of sometimes the conspiratorial people go way far deep, but I feel there is there's something there, right? And then I kind of keep it in the middle of no like. Is it full conspiracy well you can't really do that when you just look at it alone but when you look at the entire body of work yeah it starts it starts getting strange looking there's something to be said and then i feel sometimes the conspiratorial they just go way far, fucking far down so it's like i kind of pull back i, I kind of hold the middle yeah I, I, I would assume i'm sort of a centrist right that you can't let this stuff go and then there's people so close-minded there's not you know nothing so i feel like i i feel i'm fair with my assessment of things. Like that's just kind of what I am, uh, that I can't fake, right? So I'm saying I've never had experiences or whatever aside from the meditation thing, but easily that could be argued it's a brain stuff. But I feel there's certain people that are way too conservative. So I, I do feel you kind of Rogan-esque in that sense where no, I throw down that I'm open to the woo, but I have gotta make sure like there, there's some sound footing. So um, that's kind of my position and then look what happened to rogan It like blows up right that it kind of captures both sides that i'm fair on both points and i feel yeah maybe that is a rarity not to toot my own horn i'm just like i just had to recant it because i feel there is kind of a danger maybe with widener making that thing but he does make links to where no kubrick is kind of a strange he's is an enigma in filmmaking to do it that early on when there's no one else right and it's very strange the body of work that he leaves behind right it is very strange like because who else would do that now you look back like i'm sure george lucas i'm sure uh, fucking james cameron they fucking know some shit right and and then from what i've seen there's certain people that may know some shit so i think he it, it's certainly possible in his own way and then I, I fucking know shit like so i'm gonna leave clues and whatnot But just by itself, there's no way anyone would know. So it kind of subliminally, but now was that, I I don't know. Right. And and that's where I I could talk about this endlessly, which I'm going to, I'm going to cut it off. But I I just wanted to put it stated on the record because I got a little bit overzealous with the moon landing stuff. (laughs) And yeah, so I'll leave it at that. I I think uh, this kind of captures my my thoughts. So I'll leave it there. I'm tired. action.